The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. What is going on, everyone? Welcome to Fightful Overbooked, coexisting with Rob and Maggie. This time I did not say Fightful fans or coexisting fans or anything like that. We are glad you are here. We are glad it is Friday, February 9th. We are, what, two weeks away from Elimination Chamber? Or is it a week now? I don't know. Two it's, two weeks, three weeks, four February weeks. February 24th. Okay, so, so two, two weeks. Yeah. yeah. Two weeks. Alrighty. Well, it's been kind of a quiet week, Maggie. You know, Rob, shut the fuck up. Okay. Well, that only took us what a minute and eleven seconds to get into that part of the show. It is February 9th, Rob. Everything is happening. It is moving so fast. I am not enjoying this ride. I want off. My display is orange. Our- Everything is orange. Everything keeps happening. I want to sleep, Rob. Cats and dogs living together, mass hysteria. How are you doing, Rob? I was good. I was I was doing pretty well. Until I was told to shut the F up. <laughs> but all right, I'm doing well. But uh it's been kind of a busy week, I'd say, but you know, I hope, right you, I, I hope you keep this show together for the both of us because I'm sure as hell not. <laughs> well, we're we're screwed if that's the case. Um, well, you know, Maggie, right off the bat, we were given a generous super chat from our good friend, Throwback978. He says, so, coexisting, what do you want to talk about? That press yeah, conference sure. was was one of the most insane things. I watched it a few times. Did you guys see what I did? When Rocky was talking, he positioned himself to be slapped. Love you guys, NXT rules. Love you too, buddy. NXT does rule. Uh, We're going to... Did you enjoy uh, Vengeance Day, Rob? Um, I enjoyed when it ended. You didn't like Vengeance Day, so that's what you're saying. You know, it was one of those things where 
I got they they hook lined sinkered me in with that's a fishing kind of terminology. I really was hoping you know me. I love Ilya. I love him to death. Mm-hmm. But they got me. They sold me. They they sold me on Trick Williams, man. I was rooting for him towards like the middle of it. I was thinking there was a shot. That's how good they were doing with this. And I was disappointed. But afterward, when Carmelo turned on him, I felt a little bit better. You know, the, the show wasn't really awful by any means. Don't get me wrong. It was just one of those things where I think it was just my mood at the time. I was tired. I mean, I went to bed exact I went to bed right afterward. I was just I was tired. <laughs> I think that helped with it ending. Yeah. The tag match was pretty good. The Dusty Classic. I do yeah, I do wish last year the Creed Brothers won, and that was the first time a tag team, I believe, an actual put together tag team won. Like not a not a made up one yeah. like Matt Riddle and uh Pete Dunn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, I enjoyed I enjoyed the the tag team. Next year, and it really depends what they do. But and it depends. Well, really, what it depends on what Dustin Rhodes does if he re-signs with AEW. But I think it'd be pretty badass if Dustin Rhodes and Cody go for that tag team classic next year, because Dustin will be a free agent uh, as of right now. At the sometime, I think it's August. I believe. Not saying that he's gonna. Chances are he'll probably resign. He likes AEW from everything he said in interviews, but. Overall, I thought the show was pretty decent. I, you know, I, I don't, I don't know. It was just, what did you think? How about that? Lyra, Lyra Valkyria and Roxanne had such an amazing bout. It was so good. And then Lola Vice came out to cash in her contract. And I, let me tell you just how much I wanted to break everything in my apartment. <laughs> Because to me, because I, I didn't know what I was about to see, and I thought that I like Lola Vice, just just FYI, but I thought that she came out to ruin the, the entire match. Just she she came out to just pin someone and leave with the title. And uh this didn't end up happening, which is good because the match continued being awesome. Incredible back and forth. Um, it ended up, Roxanne ended up giving the pop rocks to Lyra, but then um, Tatum Paxley came out of nowhere, you know, because she tried stopping Lola Vice, but she couldn't. She came out of nowhere. She uh, pushed Roxanne out of the way, and then Lyra pinned Lola Vice. Yeah. Yeah, so... This needs to be paid off. I mean, they did show up uh, Roxanne Perez beating the crap out of Lola Vice afterwards backstage. And this, kudos to her because she she deserves to get pissed. Like, show some character aside from, uh, you know, anxiety or whatever. I love this match. And um, if this is the final thing that Roxanne does on on NXT, I will not mind it. Okay. 
But this was again the women stealing the show for me. I'm not saying that I didn't enjoy Ilya. Gacy and Dijak was incredibly fun. Yeah. I mean, Gacy, Gacy put Dijak through a table with toy cars on it. Yeah. That was probably <laughs> my I think that was probably my favorite match of the show. I mean it was incredibly Ilya, entertaining. Yeah, they they did good. Um Dijak is starting to become one of my favorites on that that entire show. He really is. I mean, he's great on 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 social media too. Yeah, that that helps, yeah. I think. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So, anyways, guys, we didn't end uh, like we didn't uh, end up, you know, starting the show like always. Hi, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Thank we right you for yes, uh, like seven minutes, and thank you for joining us on this Friday. The, the, afternoon evening whatever you guys want to call it it's night out for me uh please leave a thumbs up on the video share the video on social media uh tell your friends about us <laughs> even if especially if they're a blonde lumberjack with muscles just you know like dm me if you are so uh leave a, like all you know uh ryan and throwback our friends just did leave a super chat it's the little dollar sign at the bottom of the live chat it's the most direct way to support us every amount will get your story uh your will get your comment right on here you can send a humper chat at humperchats.com also uh and subscribe to fightful select please from everything that is about to happen in wrestling i cannot stress this enough Subscribe to Fightful Select because you will get the most accurate news news there. Sean busts his ass to do this. So please, you can show your, you know, support and gratitude and, you know, appreciation for what he does. Uh, so we can finally start, you know, talking. Yeah. What did Ryan say? Ryan says, how are those horror conventions, Rob? Yeah, uh, I just freaking sorry, knew. Sorry, thank horror. you. Th thank you to Soupy, our wonderful, wonderful friend who does these every Friday before our show. I just freaking knew that he was going <laughs> to use that. I I went back and watched it because of this moment. <sighs> because I, like, you... you it's almost as if your anxiety levels went to from three to eleven in about seconds. Horror! <laughs> and you're like, that, yeah. that's a that's a top five moment for, from our show, guys. If you watch, if if I don't know if you some of you who are just tuning in, if you watch the um, at the beginning, there was a promo that I'll be doing a. We filmed it the other day. It was me and Gisberto, one of our FIFO uh, part-time writers. We did a Argyle movie review. And there is an outtake at the end of the show. <laughs> and Maggie saw it. But uh, it it uh, kind of plays into the inappropriateness of Rob Wilkins. I'll just say that. Um, I, I edited it out of the show, but I ended up putting it back into the show at the end for a outtake, per se. So maybe you'll enjoy it. Maybe you won't. But... I thought it was hilarious. Maggie thought it was hilarious. Chris saw it too. He liked it. But uh, yeah, I have issues. Uh, speaking of Chris, he sent us a super chat. He says, the last month has felt like a year. I need a nap. Amen to that. We have another super chat from Chris. I mean, like Doc always needs a nap. So 
like yeah, well a, a well-deserved one chris says who was the funny handsome genius who said dijack and gacy would have the match of the night during your pre-show me it was me love you guys we love you was... too and uh, yeah you were absolutely right that they 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 stole the show for me it was the women they they did a wonderful job of course but yeah dijack and, and gacy turned out to be incredibly entertaining yeah so yeah for sure um yeah but we'll get right to it maggie you just watched the wrestlemania press conference um just a few minutes ago you probably just finished up i did let's start that, from the that, beginning. That, that was probably the reason why my 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 screen display is orange now because mm -hmm. it wants to die i think david said it best right here he says someone check on the t-mobile arena that press conference was on fire you know what I, i'll say Last night felt like you were watching Raw or SmackDown without any wrestling matches. You know that's it. Absolutely it did. It absolutely. It was it was great from the beginning to the end. I loved how it started when they. I knew when they introduced CM Punk. I like how Michael Cole ended that with, and most importantly, AJ Lee's husband. <laughs> I knew like you would love that. Um, as your first. I absolutely up. love but, that. Did I freeze? For yeah. me, you froze. Yeah. Okay. Well, either Can way. Continue um, talking. Okay. Well, I knew you would absolutely love that. So that made me happy because, you know, and the crowd went nuts when they, when. I mean, I mean, not, not to brag, but like I, uh, Michael Cole, uh, I don't know. He doesn't deserve to say that because he booed the crap out of AJ Lee when he was in NXT. So. Yeah, but that was his character at the time. I know. I'm just saying. But I'm just saying, too. Um, but, yeah, it was a fantastic show. They started off with Bianca Belair uh, getting the kicking off the show. Uh, she talked a little bit. And we'll, I'll let you go into Bianca Belair. What do you think of, like, her segment? It was incredibly good. I I, I love the fact that she uh, put over. See, first of all, she said Sasha Banks. <laughs> she did say that, and uh, she she bragged about all her accomplishments at WrestleMania. So I'm all up for that. Basically, she was there to promote her reality show with Montez, uh, and that's fine by me. Bianca is one of the most important women in wrestling for me personally because she's a trailblazer and she did so many things that you know the women can be proud of in terms yeah. of wrestling yeah i love no. that i loved everything that rhea ripley and becky lynch did but the fact that bailey wasn't the this, on this yeah that was the next thing i was going to bring up this was the only thing that was a draw that was a negative in my opinion last night why why was she not involved at all that that i did at not all. get um that she that was mentioned the... by rio ripley yeah and and like that that's about it yeah i and didn't like that at all i did not like it, that it, at it, all. it sucked it sucked like people people should be upset about it like uh kudos to Cody. like because cody getting what he deserved 
doesn't mean that people, oh, Cody gets it, like, with, no, don't, don't, like, don't uh, make Cody the bad guy here. And don't make, you know, the people that root for Cody feel, a, you know, feel less of, feel bad for not rooting for Bailey too. Uh, because for me, Bailey has been so, so um, important to the women's development in WWE specifically. And also, she, like we say this a lot on our show, she can't, yeah, yeah, Punk didn't mention it afterwards. I saw that. Um, so she, um, she carried the show during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. So her winning the Royal Rumble we can look at it as a present, you know, a, a show of gratitude. So, well, like, that's fine. But where is she now? And why isn't she on, you know, on the important press conference, you know, with thousands of people there? Yeah, uh, yeah that sucked. That sucked for me. Uh, because they pretty much said that Rhea Ripley and Becky Lynch are the most important women's match on the mania card and this shouldn't be a thing because they're not the one who won the rumble yeah yeah the uh yeah and the one thing that scott uh or Su like Subi said um you know it was pretty i liked how Seth was involved at the at the beginning but then at the end it just he was just standing there like it's like oh we're what? gonna talk about that we're yeah. gonna talk about that like that's not yeah, no, I just I just brought that up, but yeah, it was it was uh it was something. Um but yeah, you know, I just I, I agree. They needed Bailey should have been there. Bailey absolutely should have been there. It sucks that she couldn't be there. What stood up or stood out for you after that? Well, practically, the, the the thing that happened at the end, but we need to start talking from afar about the whole situation because we didn't have a chance to talk about it last week because it literally happened after our show. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you want us to dive into that, Rob? Yeah, let's go ahead. Yeah, okay. So, last Friday night... <laughs> last Friday night. So... Roman Reigns comes out and he says, uh, okay, and I quote because I do have some notes here. There were some things said on Monday that we can't set aside. He was talking about Seth when Seth was trying to sell Cody on his championship. Yep. I work 10 times less than you and I still make 10 times more than you. It's that Roman. Then, then he said, I'm Cody, I'm not going to beg you like the other guy. You can either be the best number two in this industry or you can take a crack at number one choice is yours. Then Cody came out. Of course, he's going to come out. And he says, uh, first of all, he asked for the bloodline to leave the ring. So that was good. 
And he and he said, I had you, and I think you know that. Is finishing the story taking that championship from you, or is it taking everything away from you? I'm coming from you, but not at WrestleMania. And then The Rock comes out. I start laughing hysterically because it was this is happening on Saturday early morning for me. And afterwards, I have to get serious because I'm about to get interviewed for a documentary about my favorite band. So this is happening like two hours before the interview. And I'm like, Nickelback, right? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Too soon. Sorry. And don't, don't ever say that again. <laughs> so that the, rock, the Rock comes out. Uh, the shot of Cody Rhodes staring at The Rock. And like we can see The Rock's uh, uh, back and, the, uh, and Cody's face. That shot said it all. Right there. That this was not the planned thing from the, in, from the start. I'm going to fucking scalp the crap out of your head, Ryan. <sighs> Do not piss me off. My screen is orange. It hurts my eyes when I look at it. And it's not me this time that hurt your eyes, so that's good. But I'm You bummed. never hurt my eyes. I know. I'm just... Yes. Gotcha. I love you, Ryan. Not now. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, oh, it was a work. You guys were getting work. Shut the fuck up. It wasn't. <laughs> This was not the thing that was happening. So then what? No, I, I go ahead. I'll let you go. Okay. So then <laughs> they shake hands in the most meme-worthy way. <laughs> you know, with with you know with the biceps and everything. They shake hands. The guns were out. Yeah. Yeah, the guns were out. They shake hands, and the rock whispers something into Cody's ear. And through this entire time, there are cameras following Cody Rhodes backstage because they're making a, a, you know, a, a sequel to the documentary that they had last year. Yeah. So, Roman Reigns whispered something, sweet somethings, in, in, in into Cody's ear. Oh yeah, and yeah Cody, the, rock, I mean, the Rock. Yeah. What did I say? Roman you said Reigns. Roman. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. The, the Rock. Yeah. And Cody had the most. The, the, the fakest of fake smiles in this world. I swear to God, like, yeah, sure, honey. Okay. <laughs> yep. And then he left the ring and the rock stared at him throughout the entire time he got through the, you know, uh, through the ramp. And then he went backstage and the rock and Roman Reigns were the people who were standing in the ring. Mind you, that audience lost their mind. The internet lost their mind in another way. Yeah. Uh, so I, you know, I started getting ready. I put on, you know, the uh, the, the post show, the fightful post SmackDown show. I laugh a lot. Man, that was a busy uh, night for those guys. Yeah, that, that was a busy night. Shout out to uh, shout out to Kate. Shout out to our friend Alexis Cardoza who stuck around for more than three hours. Um. So the thing is that Roman Reigns pissed all over Seth Rollins in that entire segment. He's that done that a lot, Ra really. Yeah, I know. 
Then Raw happens and Seth Rollins opens up the show and everyone's losing their minds for Seth Rollins. And Seth Rollins gets on the microphone and says, that sounded like a big pop to me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so during that whole segment, there are a lot of Rocky Socks chants, We Won't Cody chants and whatever. So um, I'm a fan of The Rock. I love The Rock. Uh, oh, this yeah, isn't, I do This is uncomfortable. This is uncomfortable, uh, like that, like like hell it is. Uh, I okay. So this was giving me massive, massive The Rock versus Hulk Hogan vibes, and I hated the crap out of this match because everyone was rooting for Hulk Hogan, yeah. and I never loved, I never liked Hulk Hogan, I never got Hulk Hogan. I adore The Rock, and everyone was booing Rock, and I just felt so incredibly uncomfortable throughout this entire match. So, I was just sitting there, and I was like, "Okay, are this this the only the only way this could work is if they actually turn The Rock heel, and I don't mean heel like his heel run, you know, back when he was feuding with Hurricane Hurricane Helms." <laughs> You know, not that kind of heel, you know, and with Goldberg and Stone Cold and whatever. Not that heel because I hated that heel rock. It was, it made zero sense. I hated it. I fucking hate it. I still hate it to this day. I do not want to watch a second out of the rocks concerts with his shaven head and the and the glasses and the and you know and the leather vest that sucked that fucking sucked erased it from history it it just fucking pisses me off so so what what they're doing now so they had this huge ass press conference do you have anything to say to this point because i'm about to talk a lot (laughs) (laughs) okay yeah it's so I like the the build up how they how they did this. I was not expecting Roman Reigns to come out when he did. I was expecting Cody to come out there. Where? Like when Seth so Seth Rollins comes out, right? No, I haven't started talking about it. Well, do, do, do you do you have no go any, ahead anything to say for, for no, everything that, that I no no I don't from go that ahead. moment on. Okay, okay. So so the what to this point, everything that happened with Cody, like Cody winning the Rumble, and then Cody taking a step back and presenting Roman. How did Cody look like to you? Well, it's kind of like what he said, uh, supposedly. Uh, I don't think this is going to go over well, but I'll do it, you know, kind of like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it made him look. Kind of like a chump, but he was doing what, yeah, it's, just say it, I'm not going to be mad. (laughs) Well, no, it's, the, the problem is it's, it's WWE not realizing what they're doing, (laughs) what they have going for it, You, you know, that's, they're, they're thinking outside they're they're looking at it one way when all their momentum's going another way. Mm-hmm. According to some, Ari Emanuel and his 
I guess, second guy now wanted like the rock involved from the get go, which is fine. I mean, why would you not want the rock involved with your company? I get that. I get it. But I get it. they wanted, they wanted this instead of Cody. And I, I get that from a understand like standpoint, I get it, but people needed to, and, and this is where it's easy for me to say people needed to explain to them, like, this might not be a good idea and explain why and maybe and again it's easy for me to say because i'm not in that room and and i'm not gonna blame the rock but maybe maybe the rock could have, could have said something guys like i want to be involved and i'm going to be involved but maybe right now is not the right time because we have fire over here and if i come in i'm just adding cold water to it like the rock knows the rock knows the business so he knows what he was going to be probably adding to that if people said he didn't know what he was doing there that's a lie he knew exactly what he was getting into he knows his business he knows what he I was, mean, like we he reported. can't say he was surprised the time he was surprised was when he helped roman at royal rumble. The rumble this yeah. should not have surprised him because of how that long the story has been going that that shouldn't have surprised him. I mean, he was pushing I, backstage for him to win, actually beat Roman. Yeah. The one thing I'll say out of everything before I even forget it, the only part where this is ridiculous is the stupid, I'll just say it, motherfuckers out there who threatened his daughter. Those people can just Oh, they, go fuck yourselves. Jeez, yeah, geez. they don't. I don't that, want that's... them. I don't want them involved with wrestling whatsoever. They don't deserve to watch wrestling. They don't deserve much in life, in my opinion. Like, mm -hmm. and that Absolutely. goes to people who who threaten anybody. Really, it's wrestling. It's pro this wrestling. Is wrestling. I look at it the same way I look at sports. I look at it the same way I look at a lot of things. It's pro wrestling. It's it's life. There's no reason to threaten somebody when it comes to things like that. It's no reason to threaten people for a lot of things. I mean, I can't really, I, that's a whole different thing, but uh, I just, that just got to me. Like that was a point where it got to me. I didn't even see that. that that's oh, that's the got, first time I'm hearing about this. Yeah. She, she deleted Twitter because of it or X, whatever the F, but she deleted it and hopefully she'll come back and, yeah. um, that's the thing. Don't get me wrong. There's more good people out there than there are negative. But the fact that just that many people did that, they just, those people deserved to be like, those are the kind of people that need to be removed from social media. Like their, their IPs need to be tracked and they need to be deleted, like wiped off. Like they can't re-download mm -hmm. the app, mm -hmm. stuff like that. They can't, they need to be gone. Those kind of people. But that's a whole different conversation for a whole different day and probably not even for a wrestling podcast. But that was my biggest issue out of all of this, that it doesn't even involve wrestling, really. I mean, it yeah. involves wrestling, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, absolutely. But the thing is, is this is absolute fire right now. You had AEW wrestlers like Swerve. He mentioned it like in a tweet, like just wrestling, like it's on fire. Just it's it's fantastic. They They loved it. Like, 
it's it's so good right now and somebody even just put it on like here um in a chat i just saw it um where did it go oh right here frantic posted it i mean this is big news here progress and defy are merging that's huge oh defy yeah. go seattle go seattle yeah so cool but i mean it's just like wrestling is hot right now and it is it is um, and right I'll, I'll say this i have people like a lot of my friends who don't watch wrestling have been talking to wrestling <laughs> to me and it's it's pretty cool like just to see that wrestling is making its comeback a little bit to some people uh yeah some people like i um I hope that it's for the right reasons and not the Vince stuff, which we will continue talking about, you know, uh, on, on this show, on today's show, probably not. But. Uh... Corey, get out. No, I'm kidding. But <laughs> <laughs> Corey does not like avocados. Yeah, I heard about that. I saw that. And cucumbers, and we're gonna part. have to talk about this at some point because I. Okay, so before but... we continue talking about Cody, because we're not finished about that, when people say that they don't like like avocados, okay. is <laughs> okay. I was not expecting that. <laughs> no, I wasn't expecting you to talk about avocados. That's fine. I just was not expecting it. That's why I laughed okay so when people say that they don't like avocados is it like i wonder if what i'm feeling right now is the same as what people are feeling when i say that i don't like bananas is it the same feeling because for me how can you not like avocados is That's, it the same for other people when I say that I hate bananas? No, I don't think so. But I I don't know. Like, I hate cucumbers, so. What the fuck? I don't know if I wanted to... Okay, so we had a good run. Bye, guys. Yeah, it was this a good... Is, we're not coexisting. It, 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 was, it was a fine show. Uh, what the hell what, do you mean? You don't, I don't like know cucumbers? What, I don't know what piss tastes like, but I'm pretty sure it's probably like cucumbers. That's all I'll say. You motherfucker. <laughs> like, never say that about cucumbers. Well, I, 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 there you go. But let's, let's move on to the wrestling talk before we offend everybody. Um, because <laughs> we'll probably offend people on that. Um, about what? About cucumbers being wonderful? Well, no, just vegetable talk. Used about a lot of things. Vegetable talk. <laughs> I don't know who, who down it. It had to be Jeremy, I'm sure, but I need to play this right now. One second. Let me find it again. Here we go. I'm waiting. I know. I guess that means you need to shut the fuck up. That's what I do if I had no army. I would shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I don't know who. I don't I know. That's Sean. Oh, that's Sean? <laughs> All right. I, I saw it in here when I was like adding things. I'm like, oh, that needs to stay. But whatever. Yeah, that, that, that actually absolutely needs to stay. 
right. Yeah. So, uh, continuing on the uh, the story, Rob. So, uh, Cody, like Cody, should be the one to determine, you know, the main event of WrestleMania, right? Because he won the Rumble. Correct. Yes. Uh, but then he's like, no, psych, lol, I'm gone. <laughs> and uh, by the way, I'm not even gonna mention the fact that Damien Priest is literally there and has been having zero direction when it comes to that briefcase. Just FYI, mm-hmm. he's just there. So, um, everything turns into mishmash. And because the video of The Rock appearing on SmackDown has the most, the biggest amount of dislikes on WWE's YouTube video uh, video page. Mm-hmm. So surely they saw what the fuck they did. Yeah. Because, yeah, this was not the direction that they were taking at the end of the Royal Rumble. At the end of the Royal Rumble, Cody was pointing at uh, at Roman Reigns, and then on the press conference or you know scrum or whatever you want to call it, he said, "I'm going after Roman Reigns. This is my story. No disrespect to Seth. This is what he said." And then Seth tries to make you know all the, those good things about uh, about the title and everything, and Cody goes, "I'll think about it." And then like all of this happens on SmackDown. So. They make, a, a, you know, a big pre-show, a WrestleMania pre-show, even before Elimination Chamber has started. So this is stupid. So they say, oh, we're going to go to Las Vegas before, you know, just before the uh, Super Bowl because people are there. So let us get more money. Um, and, you know, and publicity and, and, and stuff and promotion. I, like... Kudos to them. Like, uh, they they know how it's done. Um, so they make the huge press conference. They invite all these reporters and tell them they're not asking any questions. Yeah. <laughs> like, they have all the reporters there and LOL, no, you can't ask any questions. <laughs> what the fuck is that? I do feel bad for some of them. I mean, I do feel bad for a lot of them because they were, they were under the... They were under the understanding, I guess, that they were going to be able to. Yeah, yeah they, they, they were to, under the impression yeah. that they were going to, you and, know, talk about stuff like yeah. regular press conferences go yeah. on and WWE I'm, and everything. And I'm glad. I mean, don't get me wrong. This is going to sound like I'm. I'm glad that we had the opportunity. Fightful had the opportunity to talk to people. I know other outlets did not, so we are very lucky. I I know that. Um, and I, it sucks that the other outlets did not because they spent they spent money to get to Vegas just like Sean did or just Absolutely. like Pipe did, and um, it it sucks. I I I don't like that that happened to him. I hope WWE fixes that. And the only really really way they can fix that is by giving them interviews, like digital interviews, I guess, or extra interviews. That's really the only way they can fix that. I mean. That sucked so much. That yeah. sucked. I know. I, I I don't know all of the people that that had that issue. I know. I saw a few, but I mean, it sucks. I I hate that it happened to him. But um, 
I, I yeah. hope each and every one of them get compensated rightfully. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Denise was there, and I think she got some interviews. Um, and yeah, Denise is still in Vegas. She's um, doing some Super Bowl stuff. So um, on Radio Row. So good for her. She's yeah. awesome. Uh, but yeah, going back to. Yeah, rock. going back to, to uh, you know, the, the whole thing. So Seth Rollins comes out. And everyone's cheering for Seth. I will say one thing right out of the gate. Justice for Seth Rollins. Such a workhorse. What? He'll get Okada. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, sure. In NXT, right? <laughs> I love doing that. Uh, he's being... In... Because they wanted to build Roman Reigns up like the enormous monument that that guy is and that title being, you know, infused with him. So this is, there were like a lot of ways they could have done that, but they decided to go with the route that absolutely diminished Seth Rollins. And I hated that because yeah. Seth bust his ass and Seth like sacrificed his his leg to do so. Um, I'm just so incredibly, you know, uh, sad about the fact that CM Punk got injured because I feel like if he wasn't injured, that you know things would have wouldn't have taken this direction. Yeah. It would have been different. Um, uh, Punk being on, you know, on that panel made my day. He was good. Biggie was there. He put over Seth Rollins a lot. Uh, uh, Cody Rhodes a lot. I, I have no recollection if he said anything. But like Biggie's a, a, a sweetheart, so I would suppose that he said uh, nothing bad. So. Um, I, I hate the fact they, they told us, oh, look at that brand new shiny, you know, shiny title. And here's a tournament for that title. And then the first two people to fight for that title were, uh, AJ Styles and Seth Rollins in Saudi, mm -hmm. my birthday. Uh, so we went from that to calling it the number uh yes he did the number one uh, the, the number two title the uh he called him a lot of stuff which i i don't think were fair you know so during during seth's time on the microphone he said uh maybe Maybe we should hear from Cody himself. And then he calls out Cody, but then Roman Reigns comes out. And, you know, he starts talking crap about Seth Rollins once again. And Seth Rollins is just there, you know. He was there throughout the entire drama. And through this entire time, he was in the background. Just looking at the main event of WrestleMania, always the main event. Seth Rollins was never in the main event of 
for WrestleMania. He main evented other pay-per-views, but never WrestleMania. Mm -hmm. And this was actually why I wanted him to face Punk, because they both would have main evented night one. Although I do consider night one as a, you know, second place. I do that. Um, so The Rock comes out then. Because Roman Reigns said, I picked The Rock. And I was like, who? And Seth Rollins starts pissing on the microphone. You can't do that. How can you do that? And Seth was like, he was such an energy throughout. I mean, I just watched it. Yeah. And Roman Reigns comes out and three hours go by until he speaks. So this could have been an email. So <sighs> he, he, he could have emailed each and every person on planet Earth that picture, you know, with that uh, PowerPoint presentation of the... <laughs> I got to admit, I know a lot of people ripped it, but I thought it was pretty cool to see, like, just to see that family. Oh, it was group. cool. It was cool. It, it was it, it was really cool. But, like, the thing is that he presented in front of our, our very eyes why this is the main event of WrestleMania. And I'm like, okay, so this is important to your family and no one else. No, the thing is, it's, I mean, it's important to a lot of people. I, I mean, it is. There's. It's important to me. It's important to me because I love The Rock. Okay? Yeah. I yeah. just. The thing is, is what happened, and it's the same argument. Is WWE got everybody so involved because it was the storytelling that they gave us for over a year, and then they take it away. It's. And that's what got people going. If I mean, there's really nothing. No, else I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say that you're glitching. It's not me. Okay, I from what Subi said, it's it was me. me. So, oh well, my bad. Yeah. So say say that again. Say that again. It was me. That's that last sentence. I don't know what that last sentence before that about Cody. Like what? I don't know what it was that I said already. I already forgot. <laughs> But <laughs> yeah, I don't remember what I was talking about. That's how bad it was. Um, what the hell were we talking about? Like, Cody. Yeah, but I'm talking. Oh, never mind. Um, the fact that no, they oh, made us invested. Yeah, they, the story. Yeah, they made. They gave us a story, and then they just take it away. It's like getting to the end of a book, and all of a sudden, hey, yep, the main character's gone. Now it's just. You know, it's like, okay, you're reading a, yeah, I mean, I just explained it. You're reading a book, and then all of a sudden, the last two pages, the main character is gone, and it's replaced with somebody that was gone for 10 years, and they come back. It's just not, it's just not right, and that's what bothers a lot of people. They want, they want this chapter ended so they can move on. <sighs> That's all. That's all we want. Um, the thing is that when Cody came in, came, he came back to WWE. He was at WrestleMania. He, fa he faced Seth Rollins. By the way, Seth Rollins, uh, when Drew came out to interrupt him on Raw, he, 
And Seth was like, didn't I beat you two times already? And Drew said, didn't Cody beat you three times already? Yeah. <laughs> that was good. Drew's so awesome, man. Drew's yeah. the best. You know, I wanted to go back one second on the Cody um, on the Cody thing. The There's still a way WWE can fix all of this, in my opinion. And it's going to sound really awkward and dumb. But they could, they can act like Cody and Rock are working together on all of this. I think they are. I mean, they left the building with the uh, with like together. Oh, Cody and Rock. Oh, yeah. oh, Cody. And I Rock. think that's what they got to do. That that's my I opinion. Say. I don't think it's going to happen, but that's. I think what's going to happen is it's going to end up at Mania, that Roman's going to do something where he pushes a Rock or something, and the Rock's going to lose his shit. Something like that, and it's going to set up a match for them down the road. This will make the storyline incredibly bipolar. I mean, like it's been from one direction to a different direction, and I just cannot keep up with this because it 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 looks as if they cannot make up their minds. Well, that's the thing that, but that's my that's my theory. But uh, I mean, that's fine. That is fine. Now, here's another question. Do you think any of the do you think any of those three men end up working um two nights? Because I think Cody and Seth are working t- together. I, I honestly think that they are gonna work. I think Cody Rhodes is working two nights. I really do. I mean, I do feel like they're building towards a tag team match. Rock Roman versus Cody and Seth because after the Rock slapped the crap out of Cody <laughs> because Cody was like if your grandparents were alive they would have been ashamed of you and he said that to Roman yeah. and I'm like what is happening here yeah I did like that though though like what is happening they should be ashamed and he said it with so much disgust this was cinema this is cinema this was cinema Righteous so, Reg comes out of nowhere. Yeah, this is righteous a good question Reg. right here. How how much is uh creative is from uh Brian uh Gortz? Um that's a good question because that's a great question for Sean. I yeah, I don't know. Um and I'm a um, big fan of Brian uh, Brian's like I I I don't know because that and this is don't get me wrong, I, I don't I'm not going to say like what I was going to say because we don't know where things are headed with the Vince stuff. So, but there, that's okay. Yeah. So, uh, but I like all I'm saying is I like Brian Gort. So, okay. Okay. Sure. Um, so, because, like, yeah, uh, going back to, to, to what I was saying, um, after The Rock slapped Cody, uh, immediately Seth Rollins went into the picture and started, you know, defending Cody. Why did he do that will always be a mystery to me. Because how, how does he fit in this picture? How does he do that? I mean, 
and him being so close in this picture just makes that title absolutely irrelevant. Because if they're having a tag team match, Rock and Roman versus Cody and Seth, I wish they could do that in in Australia. Yeah. Because I don't want them doing it at WrestleMania night one because it will mean that Seth will not be defending that championship there. <clears throat> Sorry. And I want him to defend that championship there because if he doesn't, they he will be only proving their point that the, the, that the championship doesn't matter. And yeah. it absolutely does. I mean, they haven't actually... It's it's a big championship because Seth Rollins sells it this way. I mean, the storytelling, no. No. Seth himself sells the crap out of that championship. Because, yeah. again, not by storylines and defending it against, you know, different uh, opponents or whatever. But, like, it's... It's missing something. It, it is. It is absolutely missing something. And I do feel like Damian Priest eventually takes it from him. I don't know when and where, but I feel like it. It, it is happening at at you know at some point. Um, the thing is, Cody, this hasn't been built for for a year. It's been over two years because when he beat Seth. And uh, with, you know, with the torn titty. <laughs> like, <Maggie. laughs> God. Yeah. Good. He, he was on his way to a championship contenders match. He was already there. And then he went away. Then he returned at the Rumble. And then it didn't happen. You know, he won the Rumble. He, it didn't happen at Mania. Nakamura was there. And Nakamura continues being there. And they continue having matches. And that sucks. It's as if, you know, it's it, it's Cody and Seth all over again. Cody and Seth fought like a gazillion times. Nakamura and Cody fought like a gazillion minus two times, probably. And, like, they're having awesome matches and they're shoving them down our throats. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Because, like, legitimately, this, I, I and I shit you not, and, again, I would like to underline this. I am a huge fan of The Rock. A huge fan of The Rock. That guy is my all-time favorite wrestler. This could have been an email. <laughs> like, they made people... Go out of their houses. Okay, it was incredibly entertaining, but like The Rock being silent for 92% of the entire time and letting the audience speak their minds, I understand that they're there for a reason, Rock, sweetie, honey. But like I, I'm working a full-time job and I have to watch everything in order for me to come home and do this, the thing that I love. I want to sleep, okay? Yeah. Well, we got a super chat, so <laughs> let's read that. What does half half an avocado say to the other half? I hate for us being apart. Feels like I have a hole in my chest. And that hole is filled with a with a ball. All right. So thank you, Soupy. Thank you, Sweetie, for the super chat. You're the best. We gotta move on. Do we have to? <laughs> well, yeah, because you, you're gonna lose your shit. <laughs> Yeah. All right. So, 
we spent an hour talking about that almost. Yeah, so we did. Let's go to something good. Please. How does that sound? Please. All right, guys, I'm doing the Cooper effect this week, so I'm not sure if some of you might live under a rock or not, but uh, there is a guy who is on social media who goes by the name Mr. Beast, and he did something really cool recently where he um, spent a lot of his money to help a bunch of dogs get adopted. Um, that's not the one I wanted. He helped 100, 100 <laughs> stranded um, and abandoned dogs uh, get adopted. Help them find loving homes. Um, you can find it on his Twitter at Mr. Beast. Um, I had to look and make sure that was his username. But there's one of the pups. Um, they got uh, it's a good boy. Yeah, they got adopted. Um, really cool that he does. He does good things like this. He does a lot of good things. I know a lot of people give him shit, um, but I think that's a whole different conversation of why they do that. I don't have any idea. I think the guy does a lot of great things. And if that's your prerogative to do that, that's on you, but he does a lot of great things. And I will never, I, I we, we say it every time we talk about animals, we love animals on this show. So um, this is just outstanding. I mean, you can just see the pictures of people. Like these are people adopting animals that, needed homes and you can just see the, their faces and how like happy they are. And, um, well, that dog looks scared, but, <laughs> but you know, uh, biscuit, that's the dog's name. There is going to a happy home. Um, I mean, this was a huge warehouse that they, they went to and they rented out to find homes for these pups. And I mean, there's some great, great ones. Uh, there's a pup that got adopted um, there's another one. Look at that thing right there. And then, uh, I mean, this woman right here, oh she my, got, she got pretty emotional. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. And, um, I mean, it was the videos 15 minutes. Um, and I guarantee you in my opinion, and this is my opinion, if you don't get, if this doesn't get to your feels watching it, um, I, I don't get help. <laughs> Yes, um, please do get help. It was um, it, it was something else, and um, thank you for finding that amazing uh, Cooper effect, Rob. I, I, yeah, it's it's amazing. I wish I could do something like that for animals. I really do. I, I, we both love animals so much on here, and um, it's really cool that he did that. So I just want to. Give him a shout out for that and uh coexisting wants to give him a shout out because uh, we love animals i mean sean did a um uh, a charity like for the humane society i believe when was it when he was wrestling oh, um, oh that was a while shaza that yeah was it did it go to like the humane society for when you wrestled shaza was that what it was for? Oh, was that Nami? Well, I know he did one for the, the Humane Society not too long ago. I couldn't remember which one, but I mean, that just shows like how how much like either animals and people who need who need it. So um, yeah, we just like good, good positive stories. So we just wanted to bring that up. 
So um, thank you for, to, to, to people who do that. Uh, just before we move on to AEW or TNA, whichever you want, just a, a couple of other awesome things that happened. You know, uh, Bailey split up from Damage Control. Mm-hmm. She, yeah, she. Uh, this happened also on SmackDown. She got she got in the ring with Damage Control. Dakota Kai was not there. Just FYI, and um, she said that Damage Control was family. And then Bailey started speaking Japanese to uh, to Kyrie Sane and uh, and Oscar, and, and they were shocked because, like, of course, while she was there, like she she decided to learn some Japanese because, like, she always knew that there was something fishy going on, which makes Bailey the smart baby face, which is awesome because they never do that. Yeah. So they start beating her down, and then she, you know, she beats them up with the with the steel pipe. She said, and about that announcement, EO, I'll see you at WrestleMania. So that's absolutely fine. Uh, it's official that DIY will face um, Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate for uh, a championship, a tag team championship opportunity. Shout out to Supi, who knows us so well. <laughs> And acknowledge the fact that we were in fact booking Raw and SmackDown. Yeah. That was great. I cannot wait for this match. It's gonna slap so much. Um, and and uh, oh yeah, uh, Gunther and Jay Uso. <gasps> that is gonna be so good. You think Jay Uso might be the guy that beats him? Um. Uh, uh, you mean that they're gonna stretch it out until WrestleMania? I think it's possible because, uh, isn't that like if they are gonna do it, it's it's gonna be well earned, but the fact is that the direction I think that they're going is that. Jay will challenge Gunther for that championship. It probably won't be. I, I don't know. Can can Jay also travel? I don't like. I don't know how that yeah, works. He can. I mean, it just it. I mean, for the longest time, everybody thought it was like he couldn't travel to Canada, but they. I guess there's some kind of like some kind of work related thing that you can sign like sign up through or for and they do allow it because he was in canada recently for a show Mm -hmm. um which surprised everybody so there's there's a way for it um i don't know what i don't know what australia's rules are but our laws are but so there you go Um, he's i mean he's samoan he's right there so (laughs) (laughs) yeah so Um, i think that if if they do end up having the match there and i think that jimmy cost him the match and this Makes oh, Jimmy, Jimmy and that. Jay, yeah. yeah, Jimmy and Jay face each other at WrestleMania, and Gunther. Chance? I'm gonna say probably uh, Braun Breaker. Ooh, what about Shamwell, Sheamus? I I would love for it to be Sheamus. Sheamus was the initial person that in my head should have dethroned uh, Gunther. I I would not be opposed to to it being Sheamus. Like, give Sheamus all the flowers, man. Like that guy. Um, 
let me let me just rant just a little bit about uh jc jane ruining everything between uh riley osborne and thea hale on nxt you know chase you okay so like a lot of people like a lot of people hate chase you but there's a small portion of us at nxt like that watch nxt that absolutely adore chase you i'm one of these people i adore chase you that is so stupid and goofy and that's my shit. so Thea Hale is in love with Riley, okay? And uh, because Riley got in a fight with stupid Lexus King in, on Vengeance Day, so Riley was about to uh, defend Thea Hale's honor by fighting Lexus in an NXT ring. So stupid JC Jane was in the, head, in the head of Thea Hale, and she was like, you have to go there? You need to play hard to yeah, what are you doing? Like, you're not supposed to go there. Are you kidding me? So, Thea Hale, because she's probably 13 and she trusts JC Jane. Have I, have I wrong? No, you literally have not. I, I, <laughs> and so the end game of this entire thing will be that JC Jane will seduce Riley herself and they will end up being together. And if Riley, doesn't doesn't you know like push her away because love needs to win okay like i know people are annoyed at thea hale because they're calling her you know uh, like um childish or whatever i don't care this is me but on cocaine <laughs> so because <laughs> Because I always, you know, an anxious ball of, you know, of fat. And like that, that is not it. That is not it. You, like, people need to understand that people like me are anxious all the time. Yeah. I get it. I'd... And this is when people are in your head and they think they know better, you tend to listen to them. Okay. You just tend to listen to them. Love, yeah. Love needs. Rob, am I like? No, I agree. I agree. I just, I was laughing because just how you were having a conversation with yourself, like you were doing I'm a perfect having conversation. Yeah, but you were going back and forth, like, like it was perfect on the screen. Like I was losing. I thought it was hilarious. But like, like are you like? I, do you hate JC Jane now, like I do? Because I kind of do. No, her character's great. That's why I think, like, I, I'm yeah, in kayfabe. Yeah. I no, hate her yeah. in kayfabe. Yes, yeah. I, but the I'm, thing is, if she I'm ends up, Riley if her. if her if the end game is that she wants Riley for herself, it will be so fucking close home. And I just no, no. So let's let's yeah, let's talk about TNA before we move to yeah, Scott Demore. <laughs> yeah, Scott Demore. Uh, this this move shocked a lot of people um, yesterday, including me. Yeah, it surprised us too. Like um, at FIFO, it kind of came out of nowhere. Um, Scott Demore, surprise, uh, bitch. Yeah, Scott, <laughs> Scott Demore let go from from uh, TNA. Um, there were rumors it came out that he might have tried to buy TNA. Um, not really sure on that, but. Um, they had a, they basically let him go. They called it, they called it the end. Um, they let him go. 
a lot of a lot of wrestlers are not happy. Um, a lot of people love that man. Um, it's very interesting to see. Just it's really interesting because they just did the rebrand, and for them to do this now, I just find it very, very odd. Um, and I, I've seen a lot of people make just act like just I don't know, if, basically accusations without really coming out and making making accusations. It's kind of weird. But what do you make of this? The first thing that I would say is we have zero information about why they fired the guy. Uh, they just released him. It's just happened. For me, as someone who knows nothing different than the persona that I see on the television, for me, Scott Demore did wonders with Impact and now TNA. I... I specifically mentioned this on our show um, after the first episode of TNA after Heart uh, Heart Kill. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, after uh, Will Ospreay versus Josh Alexander, Scott Demore got in the ring and he was like a fucking cheerleader. Mm -hmm. And he was so passionate. He dropped f bombs. He screamed, he lost his voice. I mean, my throat was hurting while I was listening to him talk. He was incredibly proud of each and every wrestler that just performed in that ring. Yeah. Um, like, you can you could see his passion in his voice. So so that's that's kind of a bummer because I feel like, for me, I feel like he truly cared for that whole brand and then it just became tna and everyone was so excited and what i see now is them returning to the lol tna yeah hopefully not i mean that's I don't, like i don't want that and what happens to people like because <clears throat> i'm sorry we still have no idea what happened yeah and i mean I, i'm still wondering like what the hell like what the fuck was that and again it's february 9th rob yeah. yeah i mean it's 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 crazy i mean february 9th and we've seen <laughs> some pretty big crazy things happen um we know that a lot of talent's not happy um so it'll be interesting to see where it goes uh i mean fightful select had quite a bit of had quite a bit of things going on yesterday um we know there were two calls, one that was addressed to talent, and it indicated that some may be able to get out of their contracts if they were unhappy. Uh, this call was led by Tommy Dreamer and Gail Kim, uh, was not said to have gone over well with talent. Another call featured production and staff in addition to talent and Anthem execs, Anthems who owns TNA, just for those who do not know. Yeah. Um, talent, they wanted to work in... Let me let me rephrase this. It was reiterated to talent that they wanted to work in a lot more of TNA ta talent. They wanted to work in work in a lot more talent into additional Anthem properties and made it seem like there was crossover opportunity for the talent. I'm guessing that's acting. I don't I'm sure what that means, but 
Um, it'll be interesting to see where this goes. I, the more that comes out, um, I guess we'll, we'll find out. I mean, it's very, very interesting. And I know that there was talk that Scott was wanting to spend more money trying to get free agents and stuff. So maybe that played a part into Anthem saying, no, we're not doing this. We're not doing that. Who knows? Because the one thing that Sean makes a good point is how do the, how do they make money? You know, like how does TNA make money? I would never understand that. Yeah. So, but uh, let's talk about AEW because we only have about 15 minutes left um, of the show to go. Um, how about that? <laughs> yeah. yeah, we didn't talk about AEW that much. Well, Neither yeah. did last week. Um, well, Hangman and Swerve, Rob. Yeah. Hangman and Swerve number three finally happened. Uh, and I say finally as if we hadn't seen it in a long time. Uh, what, what, this one? Yeah, Rob. Yeah, Rob. That's wrong. And, and and see, I I I put it right right next to a tree. Yeah. <laughs> Storytelling, <wrong>. cinema. cinema. <laughs> yeah. Um, what did you think of the match, Rob? Oh, it was great. Best match on Dynamite so far this year, and it's February 9th. so that it just tells February. you how good Dynamite's been. Um, so it was a fantastic match. I think Chris said he's he actually liked that match a lot more than um, the Texas Death Match. Yeah, I think he said that. I I'm sure it was. Well, I was sexually turned on by that match, so. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, but <laughs> hey, we got a super chat. We'll read that. It has something to do with AEW. So Maggie and Wardlow sitting in tree. K I S S I N G. First comes love, then comes marriage, then comes Maggie with a baby carriage. No wolf shirts. Yes, please. No wolf shirts. Um, we've. I, I've been talking uh, to Sports Center. Na 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 na. Uh, yeah, I've been talking to them with my um, disappointment that Wardlow has had really shitty shirts. I hate wolf shirts. That is so so cringy. And I can see little boys wearing wolf t-shirts and everything, but like that's incredibly cringy. Thank you for the um, super chat, by the way. Thank you. Th thank you, sweetie, for the super chat, and thank you for the links. I will be watching those when I just get a moment of you know a breather. Um, remind me, Rob. Uh, I'm I'm. I know what I'm do like I'm getting myself into by asking you to remind me about something. <laughs> but please good luck. <laughs> yeah, good luck. Remind me to to uh mention Wardlow after talking about Hangman and Swerve. So Hangman and Swerve, th this th this was so incredibly okay. Yeah. I did not mean to hit that yet, but there you go. Yeah, but like uh it's your first day, right? Yeah, it's my first day. Welcome everybody. Yes. Fightful, so, fightful fans, coexisting fans, welcome. Coexisting fans, that was so good. You you need to say that every time on on the, at the beginning of our show. Just wait till I do coexist coexisting faithful. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Too soon. Uh, so, 
Hangman was pretty pissed off at the crowd that they turned on him and was, were cheering for Swerve. Uh, a lot of people were talking about a double turn during this match, but I, it's I'm not quite there yet because I I I feel like I'm never gonna boo Hangman like ever. Um, so Hangman did kick end up kicking out of the Swerve Stomp, and then they, he delivered a DDT on the barricade to Swerve. Um, they they wanted to do a spot on the table that was put on outside, but the table collapsed. That was so funny. Uh, so Prince Nana started dancing to motivate Swerve into getting in the ring. So Hangman got pissed off and hit him with a chair. <laughs> yeah, I liked it. That was so good. And of course, he did that on purpose because that made the crowd boo him even more. Yeah. Um, so Swerve tweaked his knee, um, but he ended up delivering a dead eye to, to Hangman through the table set up on the outside. So they ended up being a time limit draw. And this was something that all of us, I think we mentioned that on our show, that in order for like, no disqualifications, nothing, just, just a, you know, a time limit draw. So Swerve asked for five more minutes. Hangman denies that. So he's such a heel. Um, but Tony Chabon gets on the. I'm sorry, Rob. Your arch enemy. Fuck him. Uh, yeah. So he gets on the microphone and says that uh, Tony Khan has made that into a three-way <clears throat> match at Revolution. the The match is going to be awesome. Um, the thing is, I don't think I'm quite there yet to see Samoa Joe not be a champion. But I feel like he will get pinned or hangman i don't know like swerve will win that championship uh i don't know who will get pinned but i'm i'm pretty sure that swerve is going to be crowned as new aew champion um so just to touch a bit on warlow uh i wish so <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry that's okay just... uh I don't know why I was not. I mean, I was expecting that, but I yeah, that, that that's probably one of the last times I say this because I'm starting to lose interest in Wardlow. Whoa! And yes, yes, that is me saying it, and I mentioned this in the chat for the spotlight Jeez. yesterday. This is fucking annoying. Do you remember? Like, yeah, drink some water or what whatever. What was that? You need to show it to the rest of us now. Oh, I don't know what it is. Is it a pube? Yeah, that's exactly what it is, Maggie. <laughs> it's like a... Yeah, okay. I don't know. Was it a bug? No, not a bug. It's like maybe some food. I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. Oh, oh okay. okay. So uh, what I'm trying to say is I, I understand that, uh, you know, things change last minute and stuff. But, you know, the devil storyline was the biggest storyline in AEW. And I just don't give a crap about it right now. They're having 15-second uh, segments backstage. I understand that Adam Cole is hurt. I understand that probably Wardlow has an iffy knee or whatever. Like, I understand that. But they're not on my television. 
This is annoying as fuck, and this is lame. The Undisputed Kingdom is lame apart from their wrestling theme. Their, their theme music, it's, it's absolutely insanely good. But, like, Mikey Ruckus is the best. So, yeah. so this is annoying me. We need to. We need to. So, this is bugging the crap out of me. And I hate it because it, 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 it like, the, the, the sh it's Wardlow, okay? It's also Adam Cole, baby. And <laughs> yeah. I, I, I understand, but it's, it's getting on my nerves. Like, I, I understand I defend Wardlow all the time, not because he's my favorite wrestler. It's, he's nowhere near my favorite wrestler. I just like the guy. He looks awesome. He's hot. And I will, I feel like defending him because, like, I, he's worth way more than they've ever done with him. And somehow, with each and every storyline that they put him, him in, he gets the rug pulled out of, right out of uh, beneath his feet. And it's fucking annoying because he was at almost at the top. And then he had that match against MJF, but MJF was right in the middle of that plane thing or whatever. And Wardlow wasn't the one that was relevant there. Yeah. He beat MJF and he wasn't relevant. Then he won a TNT championship and he wasn't relevant there. It's yep. just it, incredibly annoying and just 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 end it already. Just end it. Just put the guy in something meaningful. Have him have awesome matches because he can, by the way. He can have awesome matches because he can move in the ring. He, he can move. <laughs> All right. Just, yeah. Do you have something to say about that or should I move no, on just, to you Jericho can move and on. Takeshita? Go ahead. Okay. Jericho and Takeshita. Okay, Rob. Yeah. The important thing is that Jericho lost. This is the small victory. <clears throat> I'm sorry. <clears throat> My voice. I just got fucking pissed. I I understand that I'm I'm also incredibly annoyed at the fact that they turned Chris Jericho into a Superman in this match because he he needed to get hit with a screwdriver in the head. Yes. And being put in his own wrestling tap out move you know submission move maneuver and okay. almost not tap out because he was oh no i'm, I'm a superman i can do whatever kryptonite yeah. <laughs> and and then he and then he tapped out and i'm like they gave him more offense than anyone and this is Takeshita. This is probably AEW's future and, and a 53-year-old man. So I understand what Chris Jericho has done for the business. He yeah. should not be head-to-head -head in such a direct competition with Takeshita. I hated this, and the only thing that's keeping me sane is the fact that he lost. And also... Why why does this keep occurring? <laughs> because like I is this gonna continue up until Kenny Omega is back? Because I do not have the patience for that. 
and like no please let it end i hope that when osprey comes in and he starts talking to um to kyle fletcher and he's like what are you doing because the last we saw of will osprey in AEW, he was right there with Callus. i want him to get kyle fletcher the fuck away from Callus, and then just have banger matches i do not want to see Will Ospreay as a part of the Don Callis family. Please no. No, no, no. Yep. Fuck no. Hell yep. nah. I agree. No. I agree. Yeah. You good there? Yeah. <laughs> Same reason your mom is always... Never mind. <clears throat> uh, yeah, Sting won the title. I, like, what I want to talk about, that boss man slam on the outside. <gasps> Big Bill mm -hmm. is so good. Yeah. Like, I, I'm i sold on Big Bill just from one maneuver that he did. Because I was, uh, I, I've said this on our show previously. Um, I, I'm not as invested in Big Bill as other people are, even when he was over in Impact. Because that entire audience was losing their minds for Big Bill. I like I never got that. So this goes to show you just like Big Bill was ragdolling Darby all over the place in this match. And this is what I'm here for. I hate the fact that they legitimately did nothing with those tag team championships throughout their reign. I hate that because obviously Big Bill is um is a fantastic wrestler like the big beefy wrestlers give him give me him against Miro every day him against Will Hobbs all day like this yeah. is what I, I want to see uh and Ricky Starks man if if they don't do something with Ricky Starks I totally see Ricky Starks going to WWE I can totally see that uh, um somewhere yeah yeah so at, at 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 some point I was I was rooting for uh Ricky Starks to actually be the one to dethrone MJF. Um their rivalry was so good. Their back and forth on the mic was gold, and I enjoyed that immensely. It was it was pure gold. So uh I hope this is a blessing in disguise. I hope that Ricky Starks uh returns to singles competition. Yeah. Uh, I, I I really do because like we've lost, uh, you know, singer com single competitor Ricky Starks, and I hate that because Ricky Starks. For me, Ricky should be the future of of AEW. He, he should be, um, obviously a pillar, but not at the same time not because. You know, Jack Perry is no longer there, so someone should take his place, obviously. Uh, so Darby got busted open. And it was such an awesome visual because the Young Bucks were wearing white white suits. And that blood looked so good. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I, I'm sure that... The, I don't know if it was intentional or not, but it looked incredibly good. It, it was so good. Uh, do you think that this will close revolution yes it will be the main event yes but do you think do you think that thing will lose the match 
Yeah, he'll lose the title. Yeah, yeah so they having the books. Yeah, okay, so they're having um the main event be not a feel good moment. Yeah. No, he because if they lose or let's say this, if they win the title and Sting retires, then they're just going to have to do a tournament which I don't think they want to do again, but Mhm. So I mean, it is what it is, but I don't think they want to go that route. So you think that they close the show with the crowd being disappointed? I don't. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. Like I think he'll end up. I think the the Young Bucks will win the titles, and then they will leave the they'll leave the ring, and Steam will wave goodbye. Blah blah blah. So that's how it'll go. That's that's seriously how it'll end. I think. Is that Taco? Yep, that's my dog. Okay. <laughs> so. Uh, I don't know. Probably it it can happen. Just I didn't. I understand. I I have no idea. Literally, I I literally have no idea because if you have that being the main event, how can you have them lose? <laughs> Well, that's, I mean, that's the thing. That's just my opinion. That doesn't. I mean, if if they win, that means they're. they're, they're granted, I know Tony Khan. Tony Khan loves title, uh, loves tournaments, so maybe they will. Who knows? Does. I just he does. And that's the other thing going in Sting's favor is he's never lost a match in AEW, so I can completely see it go that way as well. The thing is that. If it were up to Sting, he would have never gotten those championships anyway. Yeah. Because he never wanted to. But, like, it it's going to be a fun match, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. So, it'll be good. Yeah. All right, Maggie, plug your shit. <clears throat> Guys, you can follow me on Twix at Maggie underscore IK and on Instagram at Maggie dot IK. I need to sleep. Rob, where can people find you? At Rob Wilkins on Twix. Otherwise, I'm on Instagram at Fight for Rob. Otherwise, you can find me on threads at Fight for Rob. We'll see you next week at 3 o'clock Eastern right here on Fightful Overbook. I want to say thank you for tuning in, and we will see you next week. Peace out, everyone. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.